We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Another Sunday matinee edition of Knicks Postgame Live. CP Ashley J. Ellis in the building. Guys, you know what? Julius came out to play today. You know, Julius came out against a starving Miami Heat team. But uh, this, this Heat defense was, was swarming all night, and, and the Knicks uh, just could not adjust. They kept it close and, and yeah. even found uh, a window to, to take this thing in the end. Um, just lack of execution down the stretch. Questionable lineup and rotation decisions by the coach, which we'll touch on. And, and uh, you know, just timely hoops by the Heat allowed them to take this game 109-103. Knicks fall to the Heat in this Sunday matinee. JLs, what were your thoughts on this game, man? Man, I thought the first quarter started, and I was like, oh, this is the type of game it's going to be? Yeah. You were off the race. Julius and Bullock had it go- cooking. Julius and Bullock yeah. had it cooking. Yeah. Exactly. Bullock had six threes in the first half. Yeah. Uh, Knicks won a 15-5 run in the first quarter, but then the Heat turned it on. They go 20-8, to eight, and then next thing you know, we're in a fight for our lives in the second half. And you realize, you know what? Uh, it's cool that Bullock, he had six threes in the first half, but he finished with seven. So, like, as usual, the Knicks run out of bullets, and the Heat win the game, man. You know what? We kept it close. We saw we had some nice moments from the second unit. They tracked quickly. He made some nice passes out the trap, and we saw Obi Toppin go off for a few points in a row. But at the end of the day, we couldn't keep up with the Heat's um, offense. I feel like yeah. their their offense, man, they're so tough to stop when because they, they just constant movement, constant passing, pass, constant cutting, and then they have shot makers on top of that. And then when you add Jimmy Butler to the Knicks, yeah, who didn't yeah. really play well, but he's still just effective. Yeah, effective. effective. Then it is it's hard to just overcome and beat that team. Uh, agreed. Ash, what what you think about this game tonight? 
Yeah, I mean, agree with all of JLS's points. And as you guys know, I know this team very well. I've covered them for over a year now. And one of the most dangerous things about the Heat, and don't let their record fool you, is that they have shooters. And at any given time, that ball can be in anybody's hand, and that ball more than likely is going to fall wherever that shot is shot. So I think today you realize, the Knicks realize, that you cannot turn the ball over against a team like Miami because they will go ahead and take advantage of it every single time. And, yes, there were opportunities that they had to go ahead and take advantage of turnovers and shots just weren't falling. But the thing about having shooters is shooters shoot. And eventually those shots start to fall. And then, you know, you bring Jimmy Butler back into the mix, who, again, didn't have that impressive of a game from a scoring standpoint, only 17 points. He wasn't the leading scorer on the floor. But what he does when he's out there is he facilitates the game. He's making sure the pace is going. He's making sure guys are doing what they need to do. And more importantly, he's really crafty at getting to that line and getting those free throws and helping his team any way that he can so I think you just showed today just how well of a machine a well-oiled machine Miami really is when they have all of their pieces and Tiz is going to have to make some serious adjustments and I think he will for the rematch on Tuesday because now he has some film on what they look like when they're a complete unit which Mm -hmm. you know we haven't seen from them in a while because of COVID Mm -hmm. and other things but, yeah, they're definitely going to have to make the adjustments. The shots were falling for New York. I mean, early. I mean, it was a back and forth. We were trading baskets, trading leads. Yeah, but, you know, it just we ran out of time and at yeah. the wrong time. I would yeah. say I would say my positives, again, once again, Julius Randle, 26 points, uh, double-digit board, seven dimes, came to play. He threw everything at him, whether it was Bam, Iggy, uh, Iguodala, or Jimmy Butler. You know, Julius was just in his bag, very patient, um, very good from the three-point line when we needed it. I thought him and him – and, um, him and uh, – Reggie Bullock, sorry. Him and Bullock yeah. really had great chemistry going in the first half, man. Bullock's energy was prolific on both ends of the floor. Shout out my guy, Papa Left. Papa Left bet JLS <laughs> yesterday on a Yeah, I thought about that. <laughs> for Reggie Bullock hitting over five three-pointers in the game, and I told him to take the under. He missed it yesterday. Today, Reggie Bullock, seven three-pointers in the game. But that bet was not available to be made today. So uh, sorry. Yeah, sorry to pop a left, man. But, um, you know, on the downside, obviously, RJ had an off night tonight. And give credit yeah. to the Heat because Bolstra, he's an excellent coach. And he's an excellent coach at making adjustments. We knew that over the past few games where RJ was red hot, he was coming off of that pick and roll, getting to the nail, getting downhill, mm-hmm. and either distributing for the Gotham Mob or able to finish or draw the foul. The Heat did an excellent job by blitzing him trapping him on the, those pick and rolls, pushing him away from the basket and taking away his, his driving lanes and also some of his passion, passing vision as well. Um, I didn't think that Tibbs and the Knicks did a great job adjusting to that all, all night. Yeah. I thought quickly did a good job on that one play where he got it to Taj, who was standing there, came back to the ball in the middle yeah. of the court. Taj got it and then got it to Obi who slammed it in, but I think all night um, the Heat did a great job of really trapping the Knicks ball handlers and getting them off their rhythm, and I think that really was a big, big impact in this game and the lack of adjustments thereof. Go ahead, James. No, I agree with you, man. It, it, made, it put even more pressure on the Knicks to make shots in the second half, and I think that's a lot of reason why you didn't see RJ in the second yeah. half. But he, he thought maybe, well, maybe we just need more shot makers, you know? So let's try something else. And RJ in the sitting. And then, like, we didn't really answer the bell. We tried the best we could. We we, we cranked the defense. You know, it was a slug match. It was yeah. a slug it, match. It was a battle, man. It, it was, was a battle. battle. Yeah. Several like, lead changes, for sure. Yeah. Like, and we, I think 
I'm sorry. I, 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 yeah, I'm just saying, if you look through his stats, the stats are like one and two points apart with percentages, rebounds, assists, yeah, yeah. Uh, all down the line. It was a slugfest, but, you know, the Knicks, the Heat edged out the wind. So, yeah. yeah, man. Go ahead, Ash. I think also this speaks to the difference in coaching with the Heat and with the Knicks, because if you look, Coach Spo is, I think, you know, super underrated with a lot of, you know, people, fans in the NBA. They think, you know, he's a puppet and things like that. He's an extremely well-versed coach. He knows when to make the adjustments. He knows when to make the proper adjustments. He knows his team. He knows the inner workings of his team. And that's where we as fans, Nick fans, want Tibbs to get. I think, again, speaking to his rotations, they confuse us. It's just it doesn't work with what's happening on the court. It's almost like trying to put a triangle into a square peg. You can keep trying to put it in there. It's not going to go in. It doesn't belong there. So you have to figure out how to adjust when your plan A isn't working. And I think this is what we're still trying to figure out with Tibbs is, yeah. or Tibbs needs to figure out with himself is exactly how to adjust when what his game plan was is no longer the game plan that's conducive for winning a game. Yeah. So and, and yeah. the Heat he were able to take away our bread and butter, which is getting into the paint, and uh, and also yeah. Nick didn't finish too well at the paint. You know, Peyton was back to his bad Peyton bag. Um, Mitch had a couple bunnies, especially down the stretch, that you know could have helped shift the tides of this game. Yeah. But just couldn't convert on those. You got to be able to execute, man. And I just thought the decision making down the stretch, whether it was the five second violation or trying to avoid another five second violation, having to burn your last time out with a minute forty eight yeah. seconds left. That you know me. those. Type of sidelines out of bounds or after timeout execution, you got to get that down. You know, you, you got to get that down when you're a team like the Knicks. You know, another yeah. another questionable portion of the game was we finally got to see Obi start cooking. You know, yeah, he, he gets a drive on Iguodala, he, he knocks down a three. You know, they're able to, to break the trap and, and he gets the dunk. Timeout and he's gone. <laughs> you see, yeah. Julius back in. Okay, you, Julius came back in fine. But then Peyton coming back in and having a lineup of Peyton, Julius, Rivers. Um, I, I think I think Burks was the other guard, and then you had yeah. Taj. My guy Taj did his numbers. Taj was yeah. good in his minutes. Taj was looking right. <laughs> but I mean, Obi and quickly was was getting us going in, in yeah. that fourth. Momentum tips, and then all of a sudden Momentum. you come back with the with the cold Peyton and and. Rivers, the Hudson River, actually has been frozen. It's a pond right now. They ice skating on, on the Hudson River right now. That's, that's the real, that's the real frozen tundra. That's the real frozen tundra right now. Yeah. So I didn't. I wasn't really feeling that. The RJ thing, I was. I was okay with because he, he did try to yeah. go with his shooters down the stretch with Bullock, Burks, and quickly Randall, Mitch. I like that lineup, but I don't know. The the, the rotations down the stretch was kind of questionable. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where. I've been saying it all year. <laughs> it's like I just want equal treatment, man. If, yeah. if the vets have it going, they let him rock. If the, the young cat's got it going, he still ends up pulling them. Um, I it's a tough one for me when you pull Obi for Randall because I understand it a little bit more. Yeah. In a quickly for um for Elf because I just know you just you just need Elf. You know you just like every time this is the second day in a row, you guys. He pulled quickly. For uh for our elf and then ends up putting quickly back in anyway. <laughs> and he just puts it back in anyway. <laughs> He's like, oops, because, my bad. Go ahead. Exactly. Go. He's so it's like, let's, 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 let's just cut that step out. Yeah. Quickly. <laughs> you know? Keep it consistent. 
Just keep it consistent. Yeah, keep it consistent. But, but like, if there was a time to leave um, Obi in today, would be the time. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna super kill him for it today because Randall, which is but was had just had it going. But it would have been nice to see Obi um get some more running when he was getting hot too. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I just would have tried it a little bit. You still had Bam and Olenek yeah. out there, and, you know, I would have tried it. I would have tried it with Julius at the small ball five and keep Obi in there. Obi had it going, man. He had the energy yeah. going, and, and I just thought I didn't like how they took him out. I didn't like how they took him out that game, man. Yeah, man. Three, yeah, seven points in nine minutes, hit a three earlier. I'm like, all right, let's see. Maybe he can stretch it for a little bit. Maybe he can get it going. Like, yeah. let's, let's, but it's just, I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, it's frustrating. Yeah. I like I like I like I like what Tibbs is doing, but it's just still frustrating. Yeah. Yeah, fr- frustrating loss overall, man. But salute to everybody in the chat. Hit that thumbs up button for your squad. Super Bowl Sunday, Knicks go down 109-103 to the Heat. <clears throat> in the midst of this game, well, first off, we heard from last night that Derrick Rose was close to the Knicks. They've since made it official. Derrick Rose is coming back to MSG in exchange for Dennis Smith Jr. And uh, we were told, Knicks Fan TV was told it was a 2021 draft pick, and uh, and Woj confirmed it was a 2021 second-round pick, so the Charlotte pick. So D- Dennis Smith Jr., the Charlotte pick in exchange for Derrick Rose. Um, before we get to the phones, guys, just, just give me a quick reaction on, on this trade. Go ahead, Ash. Um, I think Payne should be a little bit nervous. His, you know, Tibbs' real favorite is back in the building. You know, it's, it's the battle of the, it's the battle of the favorite child, and Derrick Rose will win every single time. You know, I'm not too heartbroken about losing DSJ. I don't know how I feel about losing a draft pick. I think every draft pick counts, especially when you're trying to rebuild. Um, so I'm kind of torn on that. And it is going to be interesting to see who loses minutes and if Derrick Rose gets all those minutes. And knowing Tibbs the way I've known him and the way I've observed him, you know, I think Derrick Rose is going to see a lot of playing time. Yeah. So, ah, uh, yeah, this one it bothers me. It does. It just does. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. like it. I don't like it one bit. <laughs> like we need shooters, and we got another guy who can't shoot, and he just his, his game is to go to the basket and. He hasn't been doing that well this year either. Maybe we can, you know, revamp him and revive him and maybe he can finish at a better rate this year, but he's not playing well. And on top of that, like I said, this is a Tibbs favorite. My, my fear is now Tibbs has two favorites ahead of IQ. <laughs> and I'm, and so it's just like, all right, cool. What are we – where where is he going to play? What position is he – is he playing start starting point guard? Is he playing backup point guard? He can't play off guard. That's not his game. So now we're we just making IQ a shooting guard. Yeah, uh, Which I, I wouldn't mind who, that. I wouldn't mind that. Some of the now I, I I want a point guard who can shoot. See, yeah. I've yeah. been wanting a point guard on who can shoot yeah, yeah. on this team for years. We finally have a point guard who can shoot, and we're going to make him a shooting guard. You know, I actually did not think of it like that. I actually went straight to Peyton, like, oh, Peyton's in trouble. But now you have two favorite children. The third child's going to be screwed in the third child's IQ. So, yeah, I'm kind of annoyed now that he just pointed that out. So, well, thank you, for Jayla. I, I would say this. I would yeah. say this. On on the price, I'm okay with it. DSJ wasn't going to be back here anyway. The second round pick, it is what it is. If you look at what Tibbs is doing right now, all these kids are not going to make it, period. You know, whether it's playing time or even just being on this roster, the, cr- the cream of the crop is going to play. And so, you know, the second round pick, losing that, 
it, it could be a high one, especially where depending on where Charlotte finishes. But you got to pay to play, and if DSJ is going to be rendered useless, you got to give Detroit a little bit of value or what they perceive as value. They wanted Knox, according to Ian Begley, and and the Knicks balked at that and any first round pick consideration. So cost wise, I'm okay with it. I think it's a low cost move, a low risk move. In terms of the playing time, we'll see who's impacted. To me, I'm looking right at Austin Rivers because from the tunnel vision and never finding Obi or anybody to the over dribbling and not doing his job, which is to get buckets, um, I, I think you, you could set him aside. And, and as Jay Boogie, I talked to Jay Boogie last night, and as Jay Boogie said, you could throw that backcourt of D Rose IQ out there. They'll push the pace up for you on that second unit, which is very important for this Nick team. Um, who's always last in pace and never gets out in transition. Maybe D-Rose helps activate OB a little bit. It's, it's not the perfect Band-Aid to, to what we need, but maybe having them as two ball handlers out there, that can push the pace a little bit, give IQ a chance to play off ball a little bit. You add in Burks, two three-pointers at the wing. I'm not sure. It, you know, to me, it, it's not a terrible idea as long as IQ's minutes are not impacted. I look at Rivers. Give Rose Rivers his minutes. Rose has been coming off the bench for Detroit. Yeah, as, but as they're trading him because he doesn't want to come off the bench. I mean, they trade him because he's getting because they're prioritizing the youth. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen. Obviously, and, obviously, you know, yes, he could start. I think he's more likely to close in certain stretches. It's, it's we have to see how Tibbs plays this out. We got to see how Tibbs. But plays. then that's also that also is a big if if it doesn't affect IQ's minutes, if it doesn't affect IQ, if it doesn't affect his growth. I think the issue is, and I think what I'm worried about is you've already seen how Tibbs's stubbornness reflects his rotation and his distribution Facts. of playing time. <laughs> so now that you bring in another favorite of his. I'm worried, Jay Ellis is worried, that that favoritism is going to continue and it's going to now go ahead and benefit D-Rose as well. So I think it's more of a possibility that it's going to affect IQ and it's going to affect him negatively because now, unlike before, where Tibbs had all of, didn't have these options, he had IQ, he had Payton, now you bring D-Rose in the mix, now, you know, he thinks I'm rolling in shooters. I don't got to play all of them. Shoot, let D-Rose shoot. I'm very, like... Mm, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm more than happy to join both of you on that train. I just got to see how it plays out. I just got to see how it plays out. And you're right. And you're right. Tibbs is showing us that it, it's probably going to lean towards your, your, your take, Ashley and JLs, you know, in, in terms of leaning towards those guys more and, and a little bit less of, of IQ. But we get, let's see how it plays out. That That's all I'm saying. For the price, I'm not mad at it. For the price, I'm not mm-hmm. mad at it. Right now, they're, they're fighting for the playoffs. We know that. They want to win. They want to win. This is this a exactly. low-cost, low-risk move, in my opinion, based on how this team is playing. It's not a perfect option. No, he does not space the floor for us. He does not. He's going to drive to the hoop. He's going to finish better than Peyton. I'll tell you that much. And, and I, Can you say that much? His numbers aren't better than Peyton's this year finishing at the hoop. I don't know. I don't know what you can say anymore. <laughs> Look, we'll, we'll, we'll double-check on that. We'll double-check on that. I know that's what's at the rim. What's his percentages at the rim this year? He, I look I, – because I, I, I talked about this on, on, on the pod last week, and he's 10% points lower than Peyton was as of last week. I don't know what that point is this week because, you know, he's played some more games. But he was not finishing at the at the rim at a higher rate. Peyton was actually finishing at a higher rate. Well, I got to look into that. We got to look into that, James. I trust him more than Peyton. Put it that way. Put it that way. I trust him 
more than I would trust Alfred Payton. I I I trust older Derrick Rose. <laughs> Is he still in there? Let's uh, let's get to the phones, man. See what you right. got to think about this. Ari's in the building. Ari, what's going on, bro? Hey, what's up, guys? How you guys doing? Yeah, tough loss. Um, I want to just touch on two things: the Rose trade and then um, Obi Toppin. So first, the Rose trade. Um, the New York Knicks didn't trade anyone for Derrick Rose. The Westchester Knicks traded for Derrick Rose. So, you know, I don't see how this is a bad trade at all. We traded a G League player um, who wasn't part of – he's the only player in the league worse than Frank Milikina, and we upgraded at point guard. So I don't see why this is a bad move whatsoever. We, um, I think Ashley gave a stat last game – where if Alfred Payton gets five field goals or more, the Knicks are like eight and two. You know, Derek Rose could get five field goals in his sleep, even with no knees. Um, you know, it's a, the Knicks, we've always needed a point guard. Obviously, he's not Chris Paul. He's not, um, you know, a, like an amazing point guard at this stage in his career. But he is an upgrade over Alfred Payton. I don't care what the numbers say this year. He's definitely better than Alfred Payton. Um, that's what goes without saying. Um, and you know, I with everyone else. I think. Listen, if you know, I think the Emmanuel quickly thing is something to be concerned out above because you know you don't know about Tibbs with his rotations. But um, if he takes away Austin Rivers' minutes and Alfred Payton's minutes, you know, I think this is a really good move for the Knicks because we traded a G League player. You could always buy another second round pick, right? You could always buy another second round pick. And, um, you know, I, I just think it's a better move for this team. And I think it's going to help us. Um, I also think it's going to be very important. You know, Derek Rose is a former MVP, right? Like, he's part of the culture of the team. Like, it's good for Emmanuel quickly to be around, you know, Derek Rose. He's now the most respected player on the team by far. He's Derek Rose, regardless of whether he plays like Derek Rose of, of the old or not, or the new doesn't matter you know he's he can help Emmanuel quickly and the young guys a lot you know he commands the respect of the team so I like the Derrick Rose move because it's low cost now the one other thing I want to talk about real quickly is this is this Obi Toppin thing listen man another nine minutes it's unacceptable all right I don't care what anyone says unacceptable and here's the thing you know he's not being put like you know how Q Rich came on your podcast and Mm -hmm. was like you know, it's okay for Emmanuel quickly to come off the bench because, you know, Tibbs is putting him in a position to succeed. And if he was starting, he may not be in that position and the results may be different. So you've got to apply that same logic to Obi Toppin, right? Mm-hmm. And Tibbs is clearly not putting him in a position to succeed. He doesn't play him at all. And when he does play him, he has him standing on the three-point line. This guy, I, listen, I, I know the minutes have been, like, very little, but this guy, there's no, like, in the history of the NBA – Six foot nine guys that are as athletic as this guy is, who could stretch the floor like he can, who could pass the ball, are always going to be good. So I don't understand these guys who say that, oh, they think trade Obi, he's going to be bad. This guy is going to be good, all right? I yeah. guarantee it, all right? But he's not being put in a position to showcase his abilities. True, and true. I think that's a problem. And I all think right. Tibbs needs to figure it out. I right, appreciate the call. I appreciate the call. Um, definitely agree on the OB point. So what's your guys' reaction to his to his D Rose comments? It it only works if Elford doesn't play. <laughs> and 
It only yeah, works. Like, that's not happening. That's not happening. That, and, that, and that's why, and that's not happening. Like that, that's the, that's to me, that's the, that's the caveat. It only works if Alfred doesn't play, and yeah, I know Alfred's like, gonna play. Because you can say you can say D Rose is better than Elf, and you can say that you know what he hasn't played better than Elf this season, but maybe you can bring it out of him because of Tibbs. Cool, I can get that point too. But we still have Elf here, yeah, and yeah. we're not going to bench him, and that's the biggest problem. That's the biggest true. problem is who is he taking minutes away from? I'm looking at Rivers, man. I'm looking at Rivers. I think overall, yes, D Rose is a better player defensively. <sighs> I think Peyton um, can still help this team. And and still be a better asset than Rose. Yeah. I'm looking at Rivers. I'm looking right. at Rivers. But, but but then the point guard spot, CP. You see what happened when Elf was in the game at the end of the game. They doubled up on Ju, Julius Randle, and they got yeah. they got IQ right back in the game at the point guard spot. Are we going to take yeah. lead point guard spot point guard minutes away from IQ? Is that the wisest thing to do? Yeah. Was well, that that we'll have to wait and see? I I can't guarantee that. That's what I'm saying. That's why I wouldn't I wouldn't put this down just yet. It's a low risk move. It's a low cost move. What were we doing with Dennis Smith Jr. and a second round pick? Nothing. I, I don't care. It's, that's not. It's not. It has nothing to how, do with Dennis Smith Jr. How is it going to hurt Jr. the team? It has nothing to do with Dennis Smith Jr. It's nothing to do with it. it it's, it's it's about the 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 guard coming in and the minutes that has to be distributed between him, Alfred, and um and Emmanuel quickly. It has yeah. nothing. Yeah. yeah, it has, yeah. It, has, it has nothing to do. I don't, I don't really care that Dennis Smith Jr. is involved. It, it just, yeah, it, it, I mean, for me, it's also, I think, you know, you're looking at Rivers, yes, but I also think Rivers has the benefit of being under the radar right now. You know, Tibbs is not really looking at him to contribute to the game because he's so hot and cold. So to take minutes from him would just be, you know, for what? He hardly, you know, he's hardly on the court as it is now. So for me, my concern is the same concern I have with Obi. We complain about Obi not being able to develop because he doesn't get the minutes. Now, if you bring Derrick Rose into the situation, I don't care how you want to say it, if you want to believe it, the facts are the facts. Tibbs is going to want to play that man. He didn't bring him yeah, to New York to just sit him on the bench. He's, he's, he's going to want to play him. And he's going to want to play him a lot just like he plays Peyton more than I think that he should. And my concern is, is that's going to hinder Quickly's development because right now his trajectory is perfection. I mean, yes, today wasn't his best game in terms of, you know, comparison to the other two games that he's had so far. He wasn't, he didn't put up that many points, but it is what it is. Listen, he is going to be, I said last show, I said it, said it the show before that, I'll say it again. The future of this franchise, along with R.J. Barrett and O.B., if that ever manifests itself, my concern is just, are we going to hinder that development if we continue, if we take him out of the equation that he's in now? I just don't know what Tibbs is, I don't know how Tibbs is going to do it. I just don't. And I'm concerned, to say the least. Time, time will tell, man. Time will tell. Papa left. What's going on, bro? How you feeling? I'm doing great. You know, it's it was 1,600 people in here yesterday, and last time I checked, it was 800. But it's hashtag by the dip. That's a hashtag all 72 game. <laughs> Knicks fan TV to the moon. Hell yeah, you know what I mean. Um, um, you know, t- I want to speak about Tibbs. I want to speak about RJ and a little bit about D Rose. So mm-hmm. first on Tibbs. He kind of reminds me uh, of like Herman Edwards, Rex Ryan, kind of kind of guy where it's like he <laughs> comes in, motivates the guys. Guys love playing for him, but ultimately, when it comes down to 
remember Herman Edwards, he could never figure out when to call a timeout. Uh, Rex Ryan got outclassed by Bill Belichick. And, you know, it's great that we got the motivation in our culture right now. It's great that we got defense grit. And I'm not taking any of that away from Tibbs. But I am going to be realistic with it and say, you know what else is motivating? When a Jimmy Butler or a Duncan Robinson or Bam Adebayo can look over at that coach, Eric Spoelstra, and know that he's putting the work in in that film room and he's put them in the best opportunity out of a timeout into a game at halftime. He is just... He is just a really good coach. He took a lot of heat yeah. from winning with the big three, but yeah. he got back to the to the finals without LeBron. So he is a very good coach, and you saw – I, I hate to say it because he's much younger than him, but he kind of outclassed him today. He has a better roster, yeah, yeah. but, but you know, down by three, end of the third quarter, we have Alec Burks playing as like some showcase end of the, end of the quarter player, and he dishes it off to Austin Rivers, the coldest player on the team. Yeah. It's an empty possession. empty possession. Then down yeah. by four with a minute and 55 seconds left, we call timeout and can't even inbound the ball, call another timeout just to run a panic Alec Burks handoff to Randall for a corner. Yeah. So it's just it's frustrating to watch that. But we'll take it. We'll take it after Fisdale. We'll take it after Hornacek, Fisher. You go down the line. We'll take it this year. But going forward, that that needs to change. That needs to get better. Um, as far as RJ getting minutes taken away from him from Alec Burks and Austin Rivers, CP, I know you were cool with that. Um, I'm kind of cool with it, but you not, know, no, I don't Rivers. buy. Not, Alan Hahn said in the post game that it was about him being tired. I I, I don't really buy that. I, I would rather see. And if, if we're going to lose, I would rather see RJ on the court, you know. And um, as far as D. Rose goes, I was thinking while Ari was talking and the value of the second pick and Dennis Smith Jr., um, the way that Leon Rose flipped uh, – who was the guy from Utah, the, the power forward? Ed, Ed Davis. Davis. The way that he flipped Ed Davis, it, it might be a conspiracy here, but I'm thinking to myself, the reports were that the Clippers were looking at him and that other contenders were looking. I don't know if that was real or not, but let's say Rose comes in here and plays with a competitive team. You've got Nick Young, Donovan Mitchell, Kawhi Leonard, you name them. All the, all the players around the NBA are talking about the Knicks. They're watching us. If Derrick Rose plays well, it's, it's possible that they could, they could move him and another rotational veteran that, that's playing all these minutes for a first-round pick. You don't know. Possible. So I was thinking about that. But Possible. Derek Rose, just real quick on his impact on the game. End of the game, you saw it tonight, and you saw it against the Bulls, Closer. the first of the back-to-back. Closer. We don't have a guy who we can just trust to get the ball, handle the ball, have a good possession. And um, yep. I would primarily like that to be Quickly's job because it seems every time he gets the ball, like, all right, so he gets yeah, trapped. He gets trapped. He'll learn how to beat a trap. He's not deficient <laughs> yeah. with his handle that bad. Um, he'll learn how to beat it. You see he's, he's learned how to beat it. But if, if Rose is going to be there and, and kind of show quickly how to do that, I, I, think it's a, I think it's a decent move, not the move that I would have wanted. I'm, I'm on the JLS Ash kind of train there. Yeah. And, uh, but it's, you know, it, it, I would, I'll, be, I'll be very honest. I would have took a six-point loss today with effort. You know what I mean? I have to be very honest. So I, I really wanted to win, but before 1 o'clock, six-point loss to the Heat, a team that's desperate, I, I think we're going in the right direction. Uh, so 
I'd love to hear your thoughts. Yeah. Have a good day, guys. Appreciate it. No, it certainly wasn't for a lack of effort by any stretch. No, it wasn't I, I just think, um, you know, as he said, I think Spolstra outdid Tibbs today, and, and uh, Spolstra adjusted well to what the Knicks were doing uh, well on, on this current stretch, and, and uh, Tibbs, I don't think he adjusted. You know, I, I think that's basically what it came down to. Yeah. And yeah. Okay. No, go ahead. No, and just that team has just been together longer, too. I think that has a lot to do with it, man. Like, the Heat have been together for a year, went to the championship, and now they're coming back. And, you know, it's been a slow build for them. But, like you said, Jimmy Butler just got back. So, it makes it a whole lot different. It's a whole lot of different team when your leader is back and everybody's back in their normal roles again. So, you know, I think it's a combination of both, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, I know because I, during the off season, well, during training camp, if you want to call it that, I remember speaking to Coach Spo, and I asked him one of the questions. One of the questions I asked him was about his coaching method. You know, how do you kind of prepare yourself after having the run that you just came off of? How do you prepare yourself? And one of the things that he said that stuck out to me was, um, he said, "It's not verbatim, but he said along the lines, my way is not always the best way, and I know that, and that's the difference maker in a coach." And I think that's what we're waiting to see from Tibbs mm-hmm. is the realization that his way is not the best way, that sometimes the best coaches know once just, you know what, I tried it my way. It's not going to work. Let me try it this way. So I think that's what we need from Tibbs. And then speaking with the D Rose thing, you know, his last point was he would love to see quickly be the closer. Me too. But here's the thing. I just don't think that that's going to be quickly with D-Rose part of this team no. because you've already seen how Tibbs not only, one, has favorites, but, two, how he has this love affair with vets. We talk about Reggie Bullock. We talk, you know, about Julius Randle getting the minutes over Obi Toppin or Obi Toppin not getting nearly half the amount of minutes that yep. Julius Randle does, his inability to want to play them together. So why would you think yeah. that when Derrick Rose comes – that quickly would even have the opportunity to be the starter. He's going to watch D. Rose. Well, I mean, well, I think, the closer. Well, he'll watch D. Rose we'll, do we'll it. See. He's not going mean, to have the opportunity this, himself. This game, this game was was perfect uh, opportunity here. Down the stretch, he went with quickly to close. He went with Burks. He went with Bullock. Surrounded Julius with his shooters and even took RJ out the game. Like I said, we got to wait and see what happens when, when Rose comes here. Quickly still may get that opportunity to close games depending on the situation. And all you got to do is hope that Tibbs as a coach can can recognize that and, and, and make the, the proper adjustments when, when you just play. But listen to what you just said. You got to hope. That's what I've been saying. You got to wait and see. No, but listen to what you just said. You hope that he makes the proper adjustments. We've seen his we've seen his repertoire. We've seen how he maneuvers, how he operates. So it's not that, you know, JLS and I are hating on Tibbs. I say it, I said it and I'll say it again. I'll keep saying it. He has been a defensive angel for this team. This team is night and day from where we were last season. And I credit all of our success to him and his ability to speak to these guys and to kind of get them in a winning mindset, a winning mentality, and implement whatever he is implementing in practices, you know, in meetings to these guys. I give him all that credit. But I've seen also if it walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, it's a duck. Like the pattern is there. And you're asking him basically or you're asking us to hope that the pattern breaks when D-Rose gets there, and I just don't think it's going to. I think it's only going to get worse. Somebody shows you who they are. My mama says, believe them. 
Facts. And, Maya Angelou said that. When someone shows you, believe, they are, believe them. And do you believe the record that we are currently sitting at and the position that we are currently in? Yes. That is yes. on the coach. I believe the, the record. Effort to the player development of, yes, IQ in terms of putting but in we're these not situations to, to succeed. So I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. That's all I'm saying. I'm going to give him the benefit okay. of the doubt. Now, after I see how this plays out over, you know, 20 games or so, then I'll say, you know what? This was this was a boneheaded move. This was a mistake. But on the surface, for what we paid, and to me, he's better than what Peyton can give us, I'm all right with it. It was a low-risk move, DSJ buy. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to trip until I see how it plays out on the court. That's all I'm saying. Why do you – let me ask you this, though. Why do you think – and, again, yeah. just so the chat, if you just got in the chat, I can go ahead and, you know, reiterate what I said. I think I think Coach Tibbs has been a blessing for this team. I'm not going to take that away from him. I think that we have our guy. I am not here for the fire Tibbs talks. I think it's ridiculous. I think yeah. this is the coach yeah. that you will see with this team for a few seasons. I think he's done more good than bad. Let me make that point. He's Gotta done more good than bad. I'm going to say it again. We'll come at you for criticizing. But patterns are patterns, and the pattern shows what it shows. So why are you so optimistic about the minute D. Rose, a player who he has a long-standing relationship with, is going to go ahead and shake that pattern up, and you're going to see a brand new Tibbs when he gets there. Why are you so it's, optimistic? It's not about necessarily that? a brand new Tibbs. I think quickly standing with the team is going to be consistent to what we've seen now, and that is he's going to bring him off with the second unit and potentially close him depending on what the circumstance calls for. Today he closed. In the Hawks game, he closed. Quickly has had opportunities to do so. So all I'm saying is, oh, yes, Rose could end up having that role. I'm not saying that he can't. And as you said, uh, Tibbs' pattern, his, his proclivity to playing these vets is, is certainly evident. But what I'm saying mm -hmm. is quickly can still get his chances, and we just got to wait and see how it plays out. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. We gonna see. <laughs> Back to the phone. Salute to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up button for your squad. CP, Ashley Moss, J. Ellis on this Super Bowl Sunday matinee. Knicks lose 109-103 to the Miami Heat. What do you guys think, man? Leave us some comments on this D-Rose debate. Leave us a comment on the game. What do you guys think about it? Um, let's get back to the phones here. what the people got to say. Chris from Queens. Chris, what's going on? What's going on, CP, J. Ellis, Ashley? Big fan of the show. First time calling. Everybody hit right. that thumbs up button. But yes, I wanted to talk about that uh, D. Rose trade. Mm -hmm. um, so far, not really feeling it. I'm definitely, kind of definitely hate the trade, man. I think that I agree with CP, I mean, uh, Ashley and J. Ellis, that it's just the opportunity cost. It's not the assets. It's not the, it's not Thank the, you. even the minutes. It's just the role that we want to see quickly. And like this year, it's, if we can make the playoffs, great. That's the icing on the cake. It's about developing quickly as an on ball player. I don't think he's the point guard of the future, but like Ashley said, he's are. definitely a piece of the future. Yeah. And I would argue on his best night is probably more effective than Rose and Peyton put put together. But I think that has to be the focus and the primary focus. And the last couple games, just when Peyton wasn't good today, but the last couple games was good. We see IQ not playing and then having the combination of Peyton, Rivers, as well as now Rose, I just think it ices IQ out. And I think that's something that they need to focus on for the rest of the season. But I appreciate y'all taking my call. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Listen, man, if your coach is going to ice out your, one of your best three-point shooters on the team and a guy that can draw the fouls and orchestrate the offense like IQ can, then he's not the guy for us. 
What I see is that he's putting him again in situations that he can excel in. He's a rookie. He's he's far and away exceeded expectations thus far. And as you see, this coaching staff is bringing him along patiently as they continue to win games with what they have. So that was that's not going to change no matter what trade you make or don't make. What I'm seeing here is a guy that, to me, is a better option than Peyton that could close or could come in with quickly as yeah. as a two guard backcourt. Yeah, and I guess but what I'm seeing money. is, <laughs> I guess what I'm seeing is m- numerous times in the fourth quarter, especially, we'll see IQ get taken out of the game for Alfred Payton, and I'm imagining that times two. Well, but and then also, <laughs> and then also, all of the callers who are for the D Rose situation. Again, I'm not saying, and I think Jails is saying the same thing. I'm not saying we gave up anything astronomical for him. Would I have preferred to give up a pick when I'm trying to rebuild? No, but like whatever, it's a second pick, a second round pick is what it is. But nobody, still nobody is answering my question on why people are giving Tibbs the benefit of the doubt to be different than what we've seen him to already be. That's basically like you're dating a guy who's constantly cheating on you. And you know what? He keeps telling you, I'm going to stop cheating. And you're like, okay, you're going to stop cheating. He's already shown he's a cheater. Why do you think he's not going to continue to cheat on you? His, his pattern is there. What makes you think he's going to be any different? I guess that's where I'm a little apprehensive and confused on where the sudden faith in him to just basically flip a light switch and be a different coach yeah. when D-Rose gets there. It's only going to be worse. I just don't get it. Let's get to the phones. Let's hear from a guy who likes his <laughs> trade. No, no, only only because I want to yeah, get. There's a lot of calls you. waiting, so I want to get to the people real quick. Absolutely. Uh, Nick from Connecticut, what's going on? Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, loud, loud and clear, bro. What's going on? All right, hello everybody. I just want to talk about the D Rose trade and how I feel about it. First off, I kind of want to say that I'm I'm liking it so far. I'm liking it. I think. The reason why we made the trade was because I think that he's trying to replace Alfred Payton. Now, I think that you might think I'm crazy, but here's how I'm thinking about it. I think that, that you know how Emmanuel quickly, he's coming off the bench. They're not trying to put a lot of pressure on him. They're trying to put him in places where he can succeed as the point guard. And I think that he's stuck in a corner with Alfred Payton as the starter because he really doesn't have any options to go to, because he obviously doesn't trust DSJ or Frank. Now, who does he trust? Derrick Rose, the guy that literally was running his system in Chicago. I think that he's just trying to replace Peyton. Ian Begley was reporting that he, they have received interest for Alfred Peyton, so maybe they ship him off to a contender. They, he did say that a contender was interested in him. So maybe Derrick Rose becomes the starter and they continue to ease in quickly off the bench. And I think that's kind of how I'm looking at it. But another thing that I was interesting, another caller said, was since the um, they acquired Rose using cap space, they can trade him again at the trade deadline. So possible. they could you know, send him off possible. elsewhere if he plays well. And Leon Rose did do the – flipping to get up to pick 25 to get quickly. So maybe they'll do the same thing with Derrick Rose. I think that's another option that they might do. But I'm liking it. I think Derrick Rose is better than Alfred Payton. And as you said, CP, I really don't think it's a big, you know, 
a big investment. I mean, it's just Dennis Smith Jr. who wasn't really doing anything. He was kind of wasting our roster space. Yeah. And the second-round pick, you know, I know they're important, but at the end of the day, they're very hard to get a lot of great players there. So I think it's a worthwhile move, and okay. I trust Tibbs. So I think we All should right, give it a appreciate shot. Appreciate the call, man. Appreciate the call. Um, let's go to um, Zay from Maryland. Zay, what's going on? Hey, what's going on, everyone? How you feeling? Good, bro. How you feeling today? Uh, my, good, good. So, in my opinion, um, with the game, I think this game, uh, it, it was a perfect opportunity for kind of what I said yesterday. Um, uh, when the back cut with Obi from uh, quickly, yeah, that's like a perfect way to bust open the zone, right? So, we could have kept the lineup that can kind of continue to go against the zone. So uh, that would have been a perfect opportunity to play Randall at the five quickly uh, and uh, Obi at the four because uh, they had Bam defending Randall anyways, and, and Bam still was getting cooked. So that was like a perfect opportunity to do a small ball where Obi could have stayed in, quickly could have stayed in, and then we could have been more better offensively. Um, so that's my opinion on the game. Um, as far as the trade, uh, CP, I agree with you. I think uh, Ashley and Jay Ellis, the, the negative Nancy's, uh, about the trade and uh, kind of just writing off Tibbs. Uh, my big opinion is I think that uh, Tibbs is a trust guy. If he trusts you, he's going to play. Um, he has not had trust in the bench because the bench is not consistent when it comes to scoring. Uh, he, at the beginning of the season, he did play the bench a little bit more, but there's been games where we've lost the lead kind of keeping the bench in too long. Um, majority of it is off uh, defense, but then also we get stalled out on offense. So I think D Rose being in kind of helps quickly because I think if he has a solid point guard, a guard rotation of uh, quickly and D Rose kind of going at the, the uh, other team, uh, I think as long as the points are stacking up on the second in, in, in the um, the bench point, uh, I think he'll keep the bench in a lot longer. So I think quickly he'll get a lot more run with someone like D-Rose next to him. But the thing is, if we're losing leads, yeah, he's going to pull everyone quick and go back to the starters. So I think it's an opportunity yeah. to where the bench can get a little bit more time if we're being able to keep the leads that we're getting, that the starters are getting. That's a fact. Uh, so th- that's my opinion. I think it's not going to hurt anybody's minutes, but probably Rivers. And maybe even Peyton, and you hope. You hope it's Peyton as well. Ne- uh, negative Nancy's, what, what would you guys like to say to um, Zay? Why are we negative Nancy's because we're just realistic? I don't understand why that's being negative. Listen, Me too, I don't I just I just I just go by pattern and the pattern is there and I think what I I mean I'll keep saying it. I just think that you guys are giving Tibbs the benefit of the doubt to change when somebody he favorites and he enjoys playing enjoys coaching is gonna now be in his rotation. Why you think he's gonna go ahead and make a difference in how he coaches I don't know. I mean, we're going to have to wait and see. Obviously, I'm not yeah. a psychic. JL is not a psychic. We could be completely wrong. But I don't think that I am. I think I think it's going to play out exactly how um, I'm saying it's going to play out. And then that's going to be a whole different situation on our hands. So we're going to have to wait and see. I mean, there's no point in beating a dead horse, really. Hey, I'm just looking at the minute distribution. I'm looking at, you know, quickly playing 15 minutes in the last few games. A game, I'm looking at I'm looking at, you know, these these rookies who are, you know, supposedly rookie of the year honors who are scoring as much as quickly, but quickly is playing 10 less, less minutes than that. 
and I'm looking at, you know, the 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 patterns, man. I'm just looking at the substitution patterns and quickly and thinking how hesitant he is to play people who are obviously to me better than what's on the floor. And when I look at all of that and then see another veteran enter into the mix, it gets me worried. Now, like I said earlier, if Alfred Payton is not involved, then it's a different story. You know what I'm saying? If it's just B rolls and quickly playing, fine. But I, I want quickly being on ball. I don't want him off ball at this point because I still feel like we need a, a four spacer. We need a four spacer at the point guard spot. We have four spacers at the shooting guard spot already. It doesn't make sense to me to add another guard who can't shoot who's a point guard. NBA teams don't have, you know, two shooters on the floor. They have four. And I felt like we have, we're starting to have pieces to resemble an actual NBA team, and we're not using them properly. And that's my concern. Time will tell, man. Salute to everybody in the chat. Once again, hit that thumbs up button for your squad. CP, Ashley, Jay Ellis on this Sunday matinee. Knicks go down 109-103, man. What do you guys think about the game? Leave us a comment in the chat. If you guys are new in the chat, leave us a hashtag new, and we will shout you guys out. And also, it's been official. Derrick Rose is on his way back to the Knicks in exchange for Dennis Smith Jr. and a second-round pick in 2021, the Charlotte Second round pick. Official, official. Um, let me salute some some super chats in here. First lady of sports is Eric Spolcher is a master at putting together a game plan a la Bill Belichick. He was not going to let Randall be a point forward. All Knicks shooters were, were uh, double teamed. Chuck mm-hmm. D says this was a culture, culture game. We getting it. We learned to get them back. It was a uh, veteran fest. Spo is a master teacher. RJ was off it. It happens. Miami is a model to follow. Chuck D also says, to the trade Julius talkers, this was a showcase for Riles. He would get Randall, make him a Hall of Famer, get two rings, and whip our asses with him until he's like 35, like uh, IG or David West. Riley's watching our impatience. You know, Julius had it going, man. No, no doubt about it. Julius was, was in his bag, and especially against the defenders that the Heat were throwing at him. I thought this was one of his best games all season. Uh, no doubt. 26, yeah. 13 boards, seven dimes. Uh, can't, can't say enough about Julius's contributions, guys. Yeah, for sure, man. He's playing, he was getting beat up pretty pretty hard all yeah. game. And yeah. he still was able to kind of almost do what he wants to. Man. Yeah. If we get shooters around Julius Randle, shooters around Julius Randle, we'll be great. <laughs> Make sure you guys go ahead and vote Julius Randle for the All-Star Game, yeah. guys. Hashtag yeah. Julius Randle, hashtag NBA All-Star Game that may yeah. or may not be played depending on how people, and I say people, I mean LeBron James feels about it. So, Well, be, between the whole LeBron thing and then, you know, what happened with KD the, the other day with him being in the game, out the game, in the game, out the game. To me, I, I want to see Julius make it and, you know, whatever financial incentives comes that, you know, his way, he's definitely earned it and deserves it. But mm-hmm. them actually playing the game is just completely pointless and, 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 you know, counterproductive, especially when, you know, all these rules that they make up as they go, it seems. You know, you play a game for 48 minutes and then you can't dap each other up after the game. You got to put your mask on on the bench. And it's just, they're all over the place, yeah. man. And I, I'm not sure. So to have this game in Atlanta, city that's going to be wide open, you know, they're going to create their own All-Star Weekend. Please believe it. I, I just think it, it doesn't really make any sense. It doesn't really make any sense. Yeah, Atlanta is wild, man. Atlanta is the only <laughs> – Atlanta and Miami 
I feel like one of the two places that are out here that's still going like nothing is happening. So it's a risk, uh, definitely for sure. I mean, the NBA kind of has to be especially careful on what and where, where these players are going, what these players are doing. Facts. Almost like a you know babysitter. They have magic, magic City. They need Secret Service at Magic City. Front Facts, door, back man. door, side door, everything. Yeah, yeah. Adam Silver has to be there. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> it's also, I mean, it's also just a lot of contradictions, like you said, CP. I mean, you can't swap jerseys at the end of the game, but you can play 45 minutes of basketball. Then <laughs> battle in the post, everything. Yeah, then you can't, you know, you can't have your mascot. You can't have fans in the arenas, but then you can go ahead. The players can go ahead and travel to U.S. territory during All-Star break if they are not in the All-Star game. You can't – you're postponing game because of contact tracing, and you're pulling the guys out three-quarters in after, after he's already played a predominantly 75% of the game anyway. But you can go ahead and have an all-star game in Atlanta, a city that basically has no regulations. I mean, it's just out of control. And then on top of that, just from a player standpoint, these guys are playing on a shortened turnaround. I mean, LeBron and the Heat, LeBron and the Lakers, and the Heat, they were in the bubble the longest. I mean, these guys literally had no training camp. They had no offseason. They're back playing basketball. Yes, it's a shortened season, but this all-star break is a much-needed rest yeah, for a lot of these guys. I mean, and chill with their families. Just let them rest. Yeah. Figure yeah. out how to do it. You know, the NFL did the Pro Bowl and Madden. Have LeBron and them play 2K or something and still yeah. give guys you know, the, the, yeah, the accolade of making a Pro Bowl. I mean, making an all-star game. I mean, it's just it just seems that, like, the NBA is just all over the place, yeah, and unless it benefits them, they don't really want to deal with it. I just it's, – it's a mess. I don't – I don't – it's just a messy. Like – Yeah, I, I agree, man. <laughs> I agree. Jails, you had something? Oh, no. You hit the nail on the head. Okay. I'm just agreeing to the Sweeney Pool uh, post up there. It's pretty much what I'm saying. Yeah, like, <laughs> what we're saying. People, <laughs> and for people saying, oh, well, LeBron's been to like 10. He does, LeBron's not the only one who had an issue with it. De'Aaron yeah. Fox came out and Fox, said it's stupid. stupid. Giannis yeah. came yeah. out and said it was stupid. LeBron came out and said it. So it's not just LeBron and the top tier, if you will, of the NBA community. Players all over are like, I'm good on not having this right now. I don't have the energy in me to do this this year. Like, maybe we can do it. Why not do it at the end of the year when maybe, like, oh, things are a little bit different? And have, like, a whole weekend or something. I don't know. Like, you don't have to do it right this second. Like, just yeah. wait. Like, relax. It, it's okay. It, it, it's ridiculous, man. Salute to everybody in the chat. Once again, hit that thumbs up button for your squad. Salute to um, Murder Jim Quimby. He's hashtag new. Isaiah Burdett, what's going on? The freaking reeking in here, team. Hashtag new. What's oh, wow. What's, yeah, it's a nice name, right? <laughs> the freaking reeking. What's going on? Um, yeah, salute to everybody, man. Navy Blue 76 says LaJulius Randall is in his bag. Moises Roman says, loving what you guys are doing. Salute to Moises Roman. And uh, my guy Chuck D, the rhyme animal, is in the chat. Sir. In the mosh pit going at it with the fans. So uh, salute to you, CP, the artist. What's going on? Pop a left in the chat as well. Yeah, so Schwinney says his thoughts on the trade. Um, it's a value prop. It's, it's fine. Turning dead DSJ money in a second, I suspect we weren't going to use. Looks destined to be mid-round. is okay. I'm, I'm all right with that. And he says, number two, it can be fine for the Knicks depending on whose minutes and roll gets cut. That's all. And, that, and that's my whole point. It depends. It depends. It depends. We didn't, we didn't lose anything on, on this trade. And we'll see what the minutes, how the minutes get distributed. Yep. Cheers. 
Cheers. It reminds me of the story of the scorpion and the frog. Y'all ever heard that story? The scorpion, scorpion and the frog. And the Give you the cliff notes for the people in the chat who haven't heard it. Long story short, the frog asked the, the, the what is it? The frog asked the scorpion, or the scorpion asked the frog, rather, to take him across the lake. And he said, sure, I'll go ahead and take you across the lake, Mr. Scorpion. Come on over. Gets to the end of the lake, and you know what the scorpion does? Kills the frog. Stab, stings him, and he's dead. As he's dying, the frog says, It seems we trust. It seems the scorpion. As the frog is dying, he says, Why did you sting me, scorpion? Why did you do that? And the scorpion said, Because I'm a scorpion, and that's what I do. When people show you patterns, believe it. And I'm just going to leave it at that. Oh. <laughs> Tony G from Queens. Team Scorpio. Tony G, what up? Yo, what up, everybody? Want to shout out to you guys, man. Great job. Been a long time Nick fan. I'll go back to the days of watching Pat Cummings playing Tower Four. He was Knicks. trash. All right, and bum-ass Sky Walker doing <laughs> what he's been doing, okay? I'm very excited oh, about what it is right now. Um, the Knicks are very competitive, which I appreciate. I love this hard-nosed style of basketball. It's all New York City right now. I'm not worried about who's playing, who's not playing. What I am worried about is seeing a team that can compete and be competitive, and that's what Tibbs has done for the Knicks right now. Um, I'd rather see their development in the playoffs than the regular season, and I'm all for Doug Rose being here right now. Um, This is the first year, actually, I can actually watch the Knicks regularly on TV again instead of um, taping the game, DVR in the game, and then watching it up until the point they start losing. So <laughs> I'm very excited to see what's happening. I love the Derrick Rose trade. I think fans, everybody here needs to have a little patience because I see what he's doing as a coach. As a coach, he's got his um, footprint on the team. He's putting things around that he likes. Defense is how New York has always won. So the next step now is bringing in players that he trusts and put around. Now, Doug Rose is going to get some time to see if he can make it happen. It's up to quickly. It's up to the other guys to keep Derrick Rose on the bench. It's called competition. That's what it is. That's what we're playing for. So we got to make a decision. Either we want this team to be real competitive and go forward and learn that way, um, or we want to see them keep developing, have these bums that we've had the last four years, the first-round picks, sit on the bench and keep disappointing us. So we got to have a decision here. Do we want to win or do we want to keep getting picks? Do we want to keep developing during the regular season? Yeah. Or do we want to get in the playoffs and do some real development? That's what's yeah. happening right now. So I do appreciate what I'm seeing them do with Derrick Rose because I don't think they're going to get Levine no, no, because no. they probably want two first-round picks and a player that's significant on our team, and I think that would be dumb. So they're doing what they can do until next year comes and we'll see what happens. But if they go to the playoffs and we end up playing the Nets, we end up playing Boston, then we'll really see what this team is made of, more so than waiting for a draft pick, okay? We'll see what right. we're really going to look appreciate like. Appreciate the call, bro. So appreciate the I'm call not going to stay long. Court, man. Um, <clears throat> I think the Knicks fan wants to see them make the playoffs with, with IQ at the helm <laughs> because then you get player development and, and, you, and you, you're competitive, you know, yeah. and fighting for a spot. You want to see him go down in a blaze. You want to see him play through his mistakes, the coach is not going to do that, and, and I've just come to grips with it. You know what I'm saying? I've just come to grips with it. The coach is not going to do that. He's going to lean on his vets. He's going to only put these kids in, in, in a box, so to speak, 
And and if if he sees it, you know, today was prime example. Obi and quickly had it rolling. Yeah. Obi, <laughs> timeout, Obi's gone. That's what I'm scared you of. Know, Obi's gone. <laughs> I hear listen, I that's, hear that's it. That's the fear, man. I hear it. But that's then the again, fear, you see quickly finishing the game. We needed shooters. We needed to catch up with, with this high octane Miami offense. So what does he do? He goes IQ. He goes Burks. He sits RJ. He goes Burks. He goes Bullock. Randall Mitch. That was an adjustment that the coach made, right? He wanted more shooters on the court to try to finish the game that way. And he and he went that way. Yeah, but I don't know. It, it just seems like he hesitated. Yeah, he, he hesitated sure. too much for me, man. Sure. He has. He, uh, sometimes when the decision is obvious, it, it's weird to me that it, he he doesn't make that decision. Like I, I guess that's what it is for me. Yeah. So it's like when you have two two when you have two other options now to choose from besides the obvious decision. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm just yeah. like the, the problem is exacerbated by times, and I'm just like. I don't know, man. I have to see. I have to see what he does because he got what he's shown me thus far doesn't let me know that he's going to choose the right decision time and time again. He might just have quickly sit the whole game and put him in the last three minutes for shooting. I like. I don't know what he's going to do. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm hoping he does the right thing. I'm hoping he does the right thing, but I don't know where is he going to go. <laughs> I hear that, man. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for your squad. couple more Super Chats have come in. Salute to uh, Larry Israel. Says, how many teams in the league have a starting point guard who hasn't made five field goals in more than half their games? Nice that we're 9-2 and two and Peyton gets five buckets, but only 11 times. And Peyton today was 3-for-12. Uh, Seven points. <laughs> <laughs> Seven points, five dimes, minus nine on the court. And... Uh, Missed a ton of gimmies, but that's Peyton for you. Yeah. Tim Kim says, IQ models this game after Lou Will and CJ, both combo guards. IQ, in my opinion, will be a good shooting guard. I kind of see that as well. I think I do th- I like his, uh, you know, abilities as a floor general, but I think ultimately he'll, he'll seal it out as more of a combo slash shooting guard. Above the rim says, Knox is safe. No wonder Knox was dancing and clapping on the sideline. Uh, never seen Knox so happy on the bench since being benched these five games. Yeah, him and Theo. Yeah. Him and Theo. Yeah, was they're they're still dancing together. Yeah. Theo's teaching them his new moves. Theo, Theo's uh, uh, influencing everybody on that bench, Bob, boy. Theo, yeah, man. Theo, I never seen a guy so happy to never play in a game, boy. He can knock the whip and name and all that. He looked at the camera. I felt like he looked at the camera one time. He's like, still here, loser. In trade rumors? Couldn't be me. Facts. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you got traded? You're really Knox and P.O. and and Pinson. Dynamic duo, man. Um, Toussaint in in Pennsylvania. Toussaint, how you feeling? Oh, what's going on there? Man, what's going on? Good to hear from you guys. Um, just a quick overall take from the game. Mm-hmm. I'm not too upset with the loss. I mean, Miami's a solid team. With uh, they've been together as a unit for a little while. So it was, it was good to see the Knicks compete. Um, as far as Tibbs and Bench and RJ, I'm not really too stressed about it because it's kind of a a sign that of making an adjustment, like if somebody goes to sit him. But what I want to see is him be consistent with everybody in that sense. Where if somebody goes to sit him, if somebody has to hop in playing him, it's not really consistent with everybody when it comes to that. 
So I would like uh, to see something like that going moving forward. But okay, as of right now, my biggest concern is when Obi is on the floor. He's always getting this. He had at least three um, good looks at, at, at the rim where he was missed, specifically by Rivers. Rivers. I feel like Rivers really got to step up his um, ball movement. And to me, just Rivers and Burst is a little bit redundant. Yeah, so I, I think so. I, I, really I appreciate see. the call, man. I think so. And, and I think um, Rivers... His, his decision-making is just bad, man. He turns yeah. the ball over a lot, Jails, and, and it, overall he's just not in the flow of what we want to do. I appreciate yeah. him getting buckets and, and being a microwave against the Utah Jazz, but overall it's just decision-making. He just caught in between. He takes bad shots. When he's supposed to be shooting, you know, when he has a good look, he's passing it to Peyton, who can't help us, and yeah. missing OB several times. So, uh, you know, I, that's, that's why I say if you bring in Rose, Rivers has to take a seat, seat for a little while. Yeah, man. Like it seems like when he's open, he doesn't shoot, and he'll he'll like dribble until the defense recovers, then shoot a contested shot. Yes, and then he'll pass it to the wrong person at the wrong time. And I don't, I don't, his decision making is all over the place to me. It seems like he passes when he's supposed to shoot, shoots when he's supposed to pass, and dribbles when he's not supposed. Like I don't know. Sometimes I don't know what he's doing. Sometimes <laughs> you just hope he gets hot one day and and puts us over the hump. And for me, Alec Burks hits shots when he more, so I I take it more. You know. <laughs> Yeah, I, I agree, Ash. Your guy Rivers is, is just uh, ice cold right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had to throw that application in the trash. Um, <laughs> I had it on standby just yeah. in case you know, he decided to make his way, finagle his way back, but it's officially in the dumpster. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if Rivers is going to get back to what we saw in Utah. I just feel like, you know, there are times where – Sometimes as a player, you have games that makes people think that, wow, maybe this is who he really is. But I think who he really is is who he really shows us more consistently, not who he is every once in a blue moon. And I just don't think he's going to get any better. I don't think he's going to contribute any more than what he's contributing now. Maybe slightly a couple points here and there, maybe an assist here and there. I don't think it's going to be a drastic change from him. I think his role is just kind of set, you know, in in what it's set it. And I think that um, his inconsistency is unfortunate. Um, But I just think that when you have him, and we do have him, so I think it is just what it is, really. And I think with Rivers, that's the gamble that you take is his inconsistency. And some days he's hot, some days he's not. And you just got to go ahead and – play it out and hope that Tibbs makes the proper adjustments that when he's not hot, he's off the court. And when he is hot, he gets more playing time. And that's really all you can do with him. You can't do anything else. He's just too hot and cold. You know, Toussaint Toussaint wanted to see some consistency in terms of just holding guys accountable. Tibbs was asked about RJ and, and the lack of minutes today. And he said he was looking for energy out there. Now, Alan Hahn on the telecast said he didn't. He felt like RJ didn't have energy. Um, a couple guys, a couple Twitter reactions felt like RJ was a little bit slower on defense. Energy. He got 19 minutes today. Could that be, you know, Tibbs? You know, seeing that, you know, Miami had 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 defense had defended RJ very well and adjusted well, but also could that have been, you know, a chance for them to kind of um, cut the minutes a little bit because maybe maybe he didn't have it going. I think that was an interesting development. Yeah, I mean, Artie's been getting so many minutes so far. I don't really put the, any that much weight on it. You know what I mean? 
Uh, you're right, CP. Like, they were playing him pretty tough on defense. Uh, the scouting party is out. He's been having great games since that Brooklyn game, hitting 20, 20 points a game consistently since then. And I think just, we need a different look today. We just we need more spot-up shooting. We need more guys who can spread the floor. We can make a quick, a quick trigger and play on the defensive end. And I feel like the coach tried to, you know, adjust accordingly. It didn't work, but we were in the game. And that's what you can ask for. I'm, I'm pretty sure RJ will be back the next game. I'm yeah. pretty sure he'll probably play more than 19 minutes next game. And he'll look at some tape and some film and adjust. One of those like nights, man. Yeah. One, one of those nights. But give credit to the to the Heat, man. I thought their defensive game plan all game was, was excellent. Yeah. It's insane. I, I thought their, their, their scheme was excellent. Give credit to Spolster for sure. Totally knocked us off our game. And, and as you said, you know, the Knicks battled. They battled these guys all night. And, and mm-hmm. you know, a high-powered Nick, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Miami Heat team. You know, none was going off in that first half. Duncan Robinson got his. Uh, Hero had his moments. And obviously, Bam is Bam. But, you know, the Knicks hung in there. They, they hung in there tough and cut it to two on, on a Burks jumper in the fourth. But, you know, I thought, you know, just execution down the stretch, they were sloppy. And, and Miami also, it just seemed like they – they also always got those, like, tips or, you know, those 14 yeah. bounces where yeah. a ball dribbles out to a guy and he hits yeah. a three. Or, you know, Iguodala, he dribbles to Iguodala with two seconds on the shot clock and he knocks down a mid-range. You yeah. know? I just felt Miami just had those fortunate bounces all game. Yeah, absolutely, man. Even the Bam out is a shot when Bam on a, on a bio hit, like, some crazy falling yeah. mid-ranger with the time winning down or a tally hero. <laughs> Yeah, I thought you were gonna Kendrick. I thought you were gonna Kendrick Perkins his name and call him Bam out of the body. <laughs> Bam out of the body. Bam out of the body. Bam out of the body. I'm mad because Perkins Perkins is now like an action word. <laughs> it's a Google. It's a Google word. There goes that. There goes that man. Bam out of the body. Out of the body. Out of the body. Salute to everybody in the chat. Once again, hit that thumbs up button for your squad. All right, a couple more before we wrap Super Bowl Sunday coming up. So um, we'll keep this one a little bit shorter. A couple more. Let me hear from um, DJ from Shaolin. What's going on? What's up, y'all? Y'all my favorite big three. You know what I mean? Hit that thumbs up, thumbs up button for your boys. Yeah. I got uh, I want to talk about the game real quick. I only got a problem with a few things. Austin Rivers, I'm looking at you, bro. You missed an OB on lobs. You missed an OB on easy, swing the ball, stop doing the little hezzy jump fake, bro. That stuff is getting embarrassing. Now, to what I really want to talk about, this Derrick Rose tree. Got to call out Ashley because, again, mm. for the second day in a weekend, you don't know what you're talking about. Denzel and now this. <laughs> and JL, if you wanted Killian and you on the franchise, but I can't support it. D. Rose is an attacking guard, and that's exactly what we need. We need an attacking guard. Last year, the Lakers were trying to trade for this man. This man was averaging 17 and 5 off the bench. And just to make it clear, he's averaging 14 and 5 off the bench, but it's all higher than Alfred Payton 40% from the field, 30% from downtown. Alfred Payton can't hit anything in the snow right now. He'll, he'll, he'll run into the ocean before he hits anything in the snow. <laughs> so, I don't understand what the problem is. Dennis Smith Jr. is not a part of the future. And on top of that, you got like 30. I think Walt Perrin got like, what, 30 second rounders left? Like, yeah. you're not giving up nothing. You're not wasting nothing. And on top of that, I'm looking at Austin Rivers. I'm looking at Alfred Payton. This directly affects them. His minutes are coming from them. 
and you could put quickly, you could say quickly needs development. That's fine. He has to he has to play. But guess what? He's on the he. If you watch this game today, he's on the court with Austin Rivers. He's getting double teamed because they all know he's a shooter. And you can't do anything if you're the point guard and you're the only shooter on the floor. So if D Rose is the attacking point guard, and you can have quickly as a spot up shooter, run around JJ Redick style, Kyle Korver style. If you watch Chicago basketball from back in the day when they had Kyle Korver on the sideline, they had Luau Deng on the sideline. That's Quickly's role. He's not the point guard of the future, but he's a he's a piece of the future. Your, your point you guard is coming when... in the draft this year. Right. The Mavericks pick and the Knicks pick. That's your that's your backcourt of the future. Don't worry, Quickly's gonna be your Lou Will. Don't worry, just take time. Yep. I'm looking at you, Austin. I'm, I don't know what you're doing for me. If you're not playing Utah, you're not <laughs> doing right. nothing, bro. I appreciate that. I'll be honest with you. Go ahead, Jay. Let's go, bro. Now, nah, all I'm saying is this, bro. I'll say it once again. It's not about DSJ. Did I mention? Yeah, right. I did I mention? Oh my God, we lost DSJ. Yeah. That I, did not I, come out of my mouth. Fake news. I didn't say that. Come on. Second, I didn't even care. Oh, second round pick. We had like 600 second round picks from from all the magic that we did. I don't. I, that's not what I'm talking. How about, about the quick, the quickly point? Yeah, I'm talking about the quickly point, man. I'm talking about. He he said you can't do anything. If your point guard is being trapped, we seen when quickly get trapped, we got open shots, and it's because of your shooter, right? That like that's what you're supposed to do when you, have, you you create mismatches and you create advantages. Now, you saw what happened when um I'll say this: the, Derrick Rose can't shoot better than Alfred Payton. Thirty, but thirty percent from three is still like not. No, it's not great. It's not great. Let's, not great. Let's, let's, you know, let's not act like he's getting Chris Paul here or something like that. Yeah, ex- exactly, exactly. So if I would rather have a point guard who can shoot than the lead guard who can't because if you have a lead guard who can't, you were saying, oh, he'll just drive you kick it quickly. They, they'll back off like they're doing Peyton. They back off, wait in the paint, and then that, all that is dead. That's why Peyton needs to be taken on the end of games now. So, so I don't understand. To me, everything you said doesn't make – any sense to me? I'm just, I'm just sorry. Like my, my concern has always been, what are we doing with quickly? Is he getting lead point guard minutes? If DSJ is taking Alfred Payton's minutes and Alfred Payton's being shipped, that's a whole nother story. But my concern is we're gonna have to battle between Alfred Payton, DSJ, and quickly. Ash. First of all, if you're gonna come for the crown, you better not miss. And you miss <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I never said that I was heartbroken about losing DSJ, my whole argument was about the concern of how it's going to affect IQ. And I stand by what I said. And what I said was, is that you're going to bring Rose into the mix. You're going to bring Peyton into the mix, who Tibbs already seems to have, one, he has a relationship with D. Rose, and he seems to, you know, have a lot of confidence in Peyton, which is why he plays him so much. The proof is there. It's not like I'm making it up out of thin air. I watch it every single game. I see him play minutes that he shouldn't be playing, especially when he's inconsistent in a lot of areas where I feel like IQ should be getting more minutes. That's not, you know, a conspiracy. That's the fact. So now you bring Derrick Rose into the mix, who is one of vet, two he's played with, um, Tibbs before, and you're just going to go ahead and have a situation with Payton, but on steroids with D. Rose, and I think it's going to affect, negatively affect IQ, and that is my concern. Nobody's saying Derrick Rose can't shoot. Nobody's saying Derrick Rose can't contribute. Nobody's saying Derrick Rose is not <laughs> going to go ahead and, you know, be a benefit to this team. Nobody ever said that. Our concern, my concern, has always been, what is Derrick Rose's um, addition to this team going to do with 
Quickly's development as a player and do with Quickly's minutes. That's my concern, and I'm going to keep saying it, and I stand by it. Yeah. So that didn't answer anything that I that did not combat any of my points. So I think, and, and to, to just sum up mine, I think you know, and, and I hate quoting Isola. I'm not really a big fan of his, but Tibbs wants to make the playoffs. That's what they're playing for. That's what all these That's guys are fighting for. And you know, to the dismay of Knicks fans, it's, it's not going to come at the hands of our young players leading us there. They will have their moments. They will have their opportunities. They will have quick hooks, as we've seen. And so, to me, a low-risk, low-cost move to try to get us there. If that's his goal, I'm in it, and I'll see what happens. I'll see what happens. Now, if there, again, if there's situations where I feel like quickly it was needed, and there's, there's been those times, and, and we brought that up on this show, then I'm more than than willing to to be a part of that train. I just want to sit, wait and see. I just want to wait and see. Hold on, everyone's saying. What's going check on? Check Woj's tweet. Let me look. I'm I'm looking. Oh hold shit! On. What's Rose saying? What's Rose saying? Hold up, hold up. What's going on? Is this is something happening? What's going on? Let's check Woj's latest tweet. I'm looking at it. I don't see anything latest from Woj. Full story on the Knicks agreeing to trade to reacquire Rose. Got that. I don't. Is it is it the yet. actual story? Well, let's click on the story and see what the story's saying. Yeah, I don't see anything breaking with that. Man, I look. Uh, it might be somebody capping in the chat. Let's see. Um, what was just saying? <laughs> Knicks agreed to trade. Okay. Let me just pull it up on my share screen here. I hate ESPN's website, man. Um, I'm like trying to look. Woj tweet Rivers. I don't see anything. I don't see anything from Woj. The only thing I see from Woj is the 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 latest ESPN article on the Rose trade. I don't mm. know. People, are y'all trolling? Because it's not funny. Really? <laughs> yeah, I think, I think that was a troll. Woj firecracker. <laughs> March twenty fifth is a trade deadline. So like you know when, when Papa Left was saying that you know it could be another flip. I don't think it's enough time to really determine that you know what I mean I, I think I don't see that I don't see that I think it's going to take time for him to adjust um, get chemistry with these guys and I'm not sure you know a month and a half is enough time to for him to just skyrocket with this team and then flip him I think he's here I think he's here for the long term and I think and Ian Begley also um, tweeted out that it, it's likely to assume that they'll keep him long term which I'm not a fan of but according to Ian Begley that's a possibility of them re-signing him long yep. term. People yeah. are saying that he tweeted out that oh, Rivers. Contenders are interested in Rivers. All right. I didn't see that. Are y'all y'all quote tweeting the fake Woj account? Yeah, they might, they might have been. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't see any of that from somebody tweeting the fake road, fake Woj, man. Fake I don't Woj. see any of that. Hold on, hold on. Let me get to mine. I don't see yeah, any of that. Yeah, because fake Woj gets everybody. Fake Woj gets everybody. Yeah, man. Woj did not tweet that. I'm sorry. Nah, Rosen, Rosen didn't tweet that. All right, couple I, I, my, my Woj alerts are on. None of that. I, yeah. Illa from Canada. <laughs> what's going on, Illa? How you doing? Yo, man. Oh, uh, I know Tim is a win now coach. He's you know, that's fine. But clearly, he, he ain't developing, man. Oh, Look what God. happened to Kevin Knox. That guy doesn't even have any more minutes. He's never going to see the court. <laughs> He's not developing, he has but Jay. he loves RJ. He gets sent to the G League, traded to the Pistons. Frank. I don't know what the hell's happening with Frank. Iggy, Z Lee. Obi Toppin's minutes, 
aren't anything like promising either. And as long as like Julius Randle is there, he ain't gonna see any minutes, man. Let's be real. And if and if it, it and if he's yeah. about developing, then he would be giving the youngsters the same minutes as he's been given to R.J. Barrett, man. Everything yeah. Ashley said about Tibbs is dead on accurate oh, about his rotations, man. about his stubbornness. Plan B, he don't got no plan B. That guy never did. Whatever you see him doing now, that's all he's going to do. I never liked Tibbs, nor will I ever like him. Sorry, that's just my opinion. There's a reason why he got the boot in Minnesota. So, so Personally, but wait, but wait, so I think wait, he's just hold retired. On, hold on, hold Stay on, home. Man, hold on. What, what about your guy RJ, man? Your guy RJ's been on fire these past couple of games. I mean... You don't give Tibbs any credit for, for RJ's development, for the team's overall defensive improvements, for the record that they're in right now? What, what, what's going on? Yeah, listen, like, of course I'm biased against RJ because that's my boy. But listen, man, this is a team sport. And listen, there's a reason Tibbs got the boot in Minnesota. Personally, I think he should have just retired. Stay at home and take his Viagra pills if you want to know the truth. <laughs> right, man, I, got, I got to get you up out of here, man. I got to get you. We, we got to come up with some X's and those type of thing. I'm, you're my guy, Ella, but we got we to gotta keep it pushing, man. We got to keep it pushing. Woj's article, um, it's, it's, it's in Woj's article that basically says that Rivers is likely to become a player. <laughs> Yo, Ella be driving the, the car straight off the cliff, like... <laughs> Like, not even like a little swerve, JLS. My man is going 100 full, miles full, full yeah. throttle. Throttle, <laughs> tied the body in the trunk with Out of the, the rocks. And we, going, we going hard or going home. Over the, over the, mm, yeah. Going hard or going home. Yeesh. That's not quite the direction I thought that. Yeah, I don't, yeah, he, yeah. That's, I thought that's he was going to say, be home with his family. Yeah. Vacation, yeah. the world. That's not quite where I. Thought <laughs> That's that not going. where I thought it was going, man. But it, but oh, in, yeah. in Woj's article, he said that Rivers is likely to become a player whom contenders seek in the trade okay. talks. Likely, he's up to four to five back courts. All right, whatever. I mean, All right. get a we'll second round pick back. Get a okay, pick back. Fine. Yeah. All right. Not a big deal. Yeah, they wild in Canada, man. Oh my God. <laughs> Like straight bugged Back. out. Like y'all got free healthcare. You should be chilling. Relax. Right, let's let's go to the L E S. What's going on, bro? Peace, peace. What's going on? This is Lyson from Low East Side. Um first and foremost, man, I want to salute all of y'all, man. JLs, T P, y'all y'all incredible analysis of the games and all that, man. Um actually you are a gem. Just the way that you are able to not only analyze but the way that you make references to other things. To Luther Yard, you know what I mean. And I definitely um, um. But anyway, let me get into mm-hmm. what I wanted to say. So in regards to Tiz, yes, mm-hmm. he is very stubborn. Um, the greatest coaches understand that you always need to switch up, and as Bruce Lee said, be the water. Um, the one thing that, for the most part, Phil Jackson always got that great title. I never felt he was great. He ran the system and had great players. When you run in the system, but you don't have the clientele or you don't have the personnel to make that system work, then that's when you need to switch up. Right now, the Rose trade, I will say, is great just because it gives quickly a little bit more mentorship, and it also allows quickly to move to the two where he can now be a switch-up guard. Um, I like it. Who's to say that Peyton is not out there? You know, maybe he's being showcased right now. 
maybe we look to trade him. And as the Wolves, the big Wolves uh, breaking news of Austin Rivers being um, sorted out by other teams, it is possible. So the, the season is still early. Um, for the most part, a lot of these players may very well not be here by the trade deadline or by the end of the, the season. So truth is, a Rose pickup is great. We gave up DSJ, who was dormant and, and bumming it out. You know what I mean? All due respect to him. And the second-round pick that we would have picked and more than likely sent somewhere else. It's a great pickup. It's an it's a expiring contract. And if we ever got to move him, we can move him or we can sign him for the vet's minimum for that mentorship. So mm-hmm. I say all that to say, um, salute to y'all. Oh, Randall and Toppin. Yeah. Toppin is also an IQ situation. They have played less than 40 games. These kids are not NBA ready, not only by play, but also by stamina. They're still learning the game. And Toppin is coming off an injury. So truth of the matter is, yes, he's very stubborn and Tiz needs to learn how to coach this current team. But at the same time, a lot of what he's doing does make sense. Peyton got to be out of here soon. You know what I mean? <laughs> until we see that right now, Rose and, and IQ playing the one and the two, I love it. You know what I mean? Because right now, Bullock having this game, that right there, he should be up in the Raptors right now. And they should just straight up just put his jersey up and let him rest for the rest of the season. He's not going to have a game like that again. Um, but with all that being said, I would love to have you all on my podcast and whenever, you know, you guys can check in your IGs and all that. Salute to y'all, man. I love what appreciate, y'all doing. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you, bro. And, and thanks for the compliment. Um, hey, listen, let, let's just wait and see how it plays out. Like, like I said with the Rose thing. And and I think there's value in, in having IQ in more all four situations. I, I just think so, JLs. I love him as a four general as well, but I think there's value in, in having him in all four situations. I'm not saying there isn't value in having off ball. I'm just saying I still need him on ball because, because we have two guards. We, don't have, we have zero point guards who can shoot. Yeah, zero. That's a fact. So if you move him to the two, then we still add zero. You know what I mean? That's that's really what it is. Like I, I know there's value because especially if they're trying to pressure him, and you have another guard. I feel like the value is if they're trying to pressure him, and you have another shooter at a point guard position. Then there's I agree. value. There. I agree. But since we don't have another shooter at the point guard position, then I'm just thinking at least if if it's Rose in there and and an ice cold Rivers. You get a guy who's more decisive, who's going to still attack and finish better, I still think, than a Rivers or even a Peyton, well, and, and just be a bit more decisive. And, and again, maybe that's a, a trickle-down effect on Obi once D-Rose gets into that paint, you know, collapses things, and who knows? Who knows? And, well, a, and a better decision-maker yeah. in that spot. That's why I want to well, see how it plays out. Yeah, well, Derek Rose just has to finish better because he's finishing 46% at the rim versus Alfred Payton, who's, shooting, who's finishing at 50%. 50%. So he's he's going to have to finish better. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. All right, let's go to the closer, man, because this, this game's about to start soon. We got to go. It's Sunday. It's only right. Jay Boogie from North Carolina. Take the stage. What's going on with the team, man? The whole Knicks fan TV, the whole wave, everybody that's tuning in, everybody that's in orange and blue repping. And, man, shout out to everybody on this Super Bowl Sunday. God bless you all. I hope you continue on washing your hands and and, and protecting yourself, protecting your home, loving your family, man. Do what you got to do because that thing is still out there. You know what I'm saying? That mm-hmm. thing is still out there, man. I'm going to start off and I'm going to get Eric his props just a little bit because he did what he's supposed to have done today. Anytime you're a great coach and you got a day to sit back and watch the team that played yesterday, 
the day, you're supposed to put together the game plan. He was supposed to trap off the whole top of the top of the free throw line mm-hmm. so Peyton couldn't penetrate through the three seconds. They was pushing him to the sides of the court today. You're supposed to pick up um you're supposed to pick up quickly full court from where he liked to operate. Either he liked to pull, he liked to get that high screen and penetrate to the basket. He's supposed to have done all that, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to give him a little bit of his props, but I'm also going to give Tom his props too because what we felt a little like, we ain't lost the game on a revenge game yet. So now Tom got to go make the proper adjustments, like just like Eric had the adjustments first, you know what I'm saying? He need to make the proper adjustments so when we play them the next time, he know how to offset anything that Eric know how to do, you know what I'm saying? That's what makes you a great coach, you know what I'm saying? When somebody counter you, you can counter-react, you know what I'm saying, and hit them with a blow after they blow, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm looking for. But they, today was a playoff matchup, and I'm a little bit upset because this was a game we were supposed to win. The reason why I'm upset because knowing that it's a playoff game, we're trying to hold position in the playoff race, and this is a team that's trying to catch up to it. We were supposed to hit them right in their mouth, and I'm very upset that RJ didn't come to show up. I'm upset that, that EP didn't come to show up. I'm upset that um, Mitchell didn't show up in the starting Ten on that court from the tip off. We was playing. We was playing two against five. Them guys did not show up at all completely. If they get almost halfway of what they normally do, we win this game easily. So that's something you know what I'm saying that we can critique. We know they're going. They're going to feel like they want to handle their business the next game. You know what I'm saying? Because I give Thomas props. We ain't lost to nobody back to back. We the only ones that got the broom. You know what I'm saying? And that little light skinned boy, yeah, Kareem Akbar. The intelligent brother for the bank, guess what? Nino Brown, we about to stab him in his hand and get him up out of there. I'm sick and tired of Rivers. He would have been on that bus to Portland. I told y'all yesterday, get him up out of here. He is not doing anything on that court. He's over-dribbling, and he's doing what we call running away from the rim. He's playing at the other goal. We're playing six on four when we play. When we, when he come in the game, he ain't on our team no more. You know what I'm saying? But I love this Derrick Rose. I don't know why y'all not seeing about this Derrick Rose, man. What this is going to do this is getting ready to elevate our second unit, man. Not our first unit, our second unit. It gives Tom his option to whether he can take EP out now, you know what I'm saying, and put quickly in that starting lineup because he know he got somebody that can replace quickly with some points coming off the bench, or he can stay the same and keep that grind-out first five on the floor and come with this speed with IQ, Derrick Rose, and um, Burks, and with um, 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 um uh, um, Ovi, and now, yeah, we get ready to move Noel out the way because Todd is coming. He's getting in shape, whether y'all see it, slowly but oh surely. God, so that five right I, there, I'm looking for us to start doing something, getting up and down the court because we're not doing nothing in fast break. We don't get no yeah, fast zero. break points, no nothing, man. We need to speed up the pace on teams, you know what I'm saying, that our first unit start beating down and getting them all tired, you know what I'm saying, from playing that rugged basketball. Now you're coming with that five that can run up and down the court, you know what I'm saying, speeding up and down. That's what I'm looking for, Derrick. We're not looking for the MVP, Derrick, you know what I'm saying? We're looking for somebody that can take control, offset what quickly, what quickly can do, and can show him face value on the court, what he was learning and what he was saying. He heard um, Damian Lillard tell him, what he heard Lou, Lou Williams tell him. He ain't got nobody to learn him nothing about the game on the team because – 
EP is so worried about him taking his spot, so he don't show him nothing. You know what I'm saying? We don't have a big brother guard on our team because all them dudes are veterans. They're not leaders. Them dudes is trying to hold on to a job and a spot and stay in the league themselves. You know what I'm saying? So we needed a, a, a leadership to come on this team. And what better leadership is to have somebody that was an MVP player inside this system right now? I said it yesterday. Now what you get ready to do, you get ready to put – Derrick Rose, not Derrick Rose and Kirk Heinrich together. You can put Derrick Rose and IQ together. They can all set from one another. But you know what I'm saying? But now, both Derrick is a threat. He's a, more than a threat than what um, EP is. Yeah. EP is not a threat, you know what I'm saying? But Derrick is a threat. But then you all set with quickly, too. Both of them dudes can, you know what I'm saying, play the one, the two, they can operate. And then you go cross-side on the other side of town. Burks. You got Burks over there, you know what I'm saying? That was the powerful lineup right there, you know what I'm saying? When, when we quickly realized that they was trapping him up high late in the game, and he went over the top of that to that two-man press, and he hit and he hit all um, kids at the free throw line, and he turned and he hit um, OB on the baseline for the dunk, you know what I'm saying? That's that's what quickly that's what quickly showed you that he can make those tight plays. And I did get upset because Tom took him out right there when we yeah. found that out. But see, when you got veteranship and you find something that's on the court, that veteran can I mean not veteran that leadership can go to Tom and say, Yo, no, don't don't do that right there. This right here can't work because they overplaying, you know what I'm saying? But nobody is speaking out loud on the yeah. court and right. saying that. And that's what we need, somebody that can talk to us on the court or talk to us from the bench and tell quickly what he see and what he don't see or share with him on the court and tell him what he needs to do. This is what we need from this man right here, you know what I'm saying? It's going to speed up our fast break points. We're going to go from probably, um, probably um, what, 18, 20 points, 30 points on the bench to maybe 40, 45 points on the bench with this pace if it go correctly the right way. But we got to give Tom his chance to even, you know what I'm yeah, saying, gotta, gotta to, to time, implement what he's trying to do, you know what I'm saying? This was a Tom Thibodeau's choice, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he yeah. told the office to go get this guy. This was Tom's move. This wasn't an office move. So right now, they, no, they did the drafting and everything <laughs> in the office, saying? but Tom is telling them what he needs, what he wants, because he won't play us right now. And I know J.L. You was you was funny about that word, that P word at the beginning. But right now we're in a playoff <laughs> mode, man. Top eight, man, and we got to continue on supporting and riding. And so I'm saying, proving differently. I didn't want time for this team. I wanted I wanted Jerry Stackhouse. It's on file because I know he know he know how to develop. Or if I didn't get him, I wanted Mark Jackson because I know he was going to know how to develop. But they got we got Tom Thibodeau, so I had to. I had to put down what I want and be happy that I got this man because he's showing us different. He got us in the playoff run right now, and that's what's mattering right now. Everybody's tuning in. He got more people on league pass um, just to watch the Knicks than any other year we had um, since on Woodson. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so yeah, 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 I appreciate the call, man. Oh, because, yo, we got we to gotta wrap the show, man. I want to give him as much time, man. We, we got to wrap the show soon, man, but. Appreciate Jay Boogie, man. But throw some fives in the okay. chat for Jay Boogie. Sunday, man. so you know what that means. Hey, on yeah. the holiest of days. Church got to say church. amen on that, man. Church got to say I just want to know, Jay Boogie, can you put in the chat, like, what do you do in yoga? What kind of breathing exercises? <laughs> Yo, my man got yeah, stamina. How long, how long can you stay underwater? My man got stamina. <laughs> are you in the army? Are you really? Are you yeah, really? Navy? Yeah. Are you really Aquaman? Let Yo. me know. I just feel like he takes one deep breath and he goes, Yo. Okay, so hear me out. <laughs> Yo, JB is the black Aquaman. You're right. That's a fact. That's a fact, man. I love Yo. the Nino Brown reference, too, man. Oh, salute, salute, Jay Boogie. Um, but yeah, you know, he hit it. You know what I mean? Hopefully, we see 
a dynamic between IQ and, and D Rose that'll lift the second unit, and, and that's what we're looking for. Um, yeah. JL, go ahead. And last thoughts or, or sign out, man. Go ahead, bro. Yeah, I was just say Jay Boogie said he's gonna Tom would start IQ and have Derrick Rose come off the bench. If Tom, if that's the if that's the plan, I'm on board with that. That would be fantastic. I, I'm on board with that. If that would be the fantastic. Plan. I don't suspect that's the plan, but if that's the plan, I'm cool. Alright? Yep. <laughs> I'm cool. Alright. But yeah, so definitely check out um, youtube.com slash account show for all the KOT content. Also, check us out on all social medias as well. Uh, Nick Time Show. Uh, yeah, the KOT Show on Twitter, Nick Time Show on Instagram and Facebook. Also, listen to us on all audio podcasts. That is SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. And yeah, check out the ball too at nicktimeshow.com. Get some merch, read some blogs from my guys. And yeah, that's it. That's all. Back to you, Ashley. As usual, guys, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Ashley Nicole Moss. Make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel, All In with Ashley Nicole. And let me know who you guys have in the Super Bowl today. Hashtag Chiefs or hashtag Who, who are you um, going with? Fuck I almost said Patriots. I listen. I learned the hard way about betting against Tom Brady. So I'm going to go with the Bucks, and I'm going to go. They're going to win 38-32. So um, let me know what you guys got. I'm curious to see what the chat thinks is going to transpire. Facts. And and you know why Tom Brady's going to win? Because he got a former New York Giant and Jason Pierre-Paul leading that Tampa Bay defense. That's going to lead him to victory at home. I'm going Tampa Bay 32 27 Chiefs. It's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be a good game, man. And, and uh, I like the Chiefs. I love Mahomes, but I'm going with JPP, man. And, and since Brady's not playing the Giants, I'll let him win another ring. He's the greatest anyway. So salute to him and salute to everybody in the chat, man. Tough loss. Knicks fall 109 103 to the Miami Heat. Bounce back game on Tuesday, though. We got to clap back and get a victory. Uh, remember, this show's available in audio podcast format Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all major platforms of the Knicks Fan TV. So, no reason to miss it if uh, if you missed the, the, the live shows. You can catch it on basically anything. So, remember to get your snaps in store now. Get your Knicks Fan TV snapbacks for sure. And, Ash, you, you're going to go, you're going to be at the Miami game on Tuesday, right? I am, so I'll make sure to post a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. Live coverage. And, uh, mm-hmm. Absolutely, man, absolutely. I'm going to bring all that New York energy, don't worry. Yeah, you, you, don't better, you better let them know, man, let them know. Um, some more super- I see you, Pat. I ain't forget about the Fox. <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> That's a fact, man. Um, salute to uh, Alan Berman. He says, salute. Would love to know whether Detroit preferred DSJ or if we held tough on Frank. If we did, why? No way we stifle a potential rookie of the year for bum-ass Peyton. IQ will continue to earn his time. Larry Israel says, remember these. Um, remember these. He says, remember these wins when generational franchise game-changing talent goes elsewhere. Playoffs is fool's goal. Priority must be developing and building. So Larry wants to focus on the eye on the prize. Uh, Paul Robinson, this man, Rose, is not better than Peyton. The only thing he has over Peyton is a mid-range. Peyton is better on the paint and better on D. Ari, you're talking about culture with D. Rose, but you're not keeping Randall. Say less. Control that, Ari. Uh, but I think D. Rose is still better than Peyton. Um... Larry said, Deiros is subtraction by addition. Can't play with IQ too small. No defense. Will Gramotez, Woj articles. Yeah, says, uh, 
Rivers is going to be out the rotation, could be traded by March 25th. A lot of the Panther Obi will be fine. Tip the system is about the next man up. With Julius taking him under his wing, Obi said he did. He will be ready when his time comes. Larry Israel against has quickly played 17 minutes. He did not close. I thought he did. Didn't, wasn't quickly closing in the, in the, in the final minutes? I thought he did. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he's saying the minutes thing means he didn't close. Oh, I got it. Got yeah, it, got yeah. it, got it. Got it. Oh, sorry, guys. Yeah, I was like, what happened, Jails? Um, <laughs> Respect, <laughs> Shaq. I didn't pay the bill. Help. Jerry, you got to pay your life bill, God. You pay Connor to What happened? Respect, Shaq. Says we're going to trade Rivers to a contender and Frank Knox and either for either Victor or Levine. I don't see that. Uh, Lawrence Reimer says the Tibbs hate makes zero sense. We won 11 games with a crap rebuilding roster. Go look at the Wizards roster versus Knicks roster. Enough said. Young Simba says Rose can make a layup. He's a bona fide scorer. Quick was uh, SEC Player of the Year as an all-four player. If I have to watch Alfred T-Rex arm another layup, I'm going to go nuts. Samir Soriano, Ashley J. Elson, other fans need to realize correlation equals causation. These patterns you see are based on your bias. You don't know how D-Rose will be used. Jesse Canova says... <laughs> Anyone mentioned the D Rose Calipari mentioned uh, Memphis connection? Yeah, I guess it's there if you want to kind of connect it to the Kentucky stuff. But either way, it's it's, it's D Rose and Tibbs, man. Tibbs wanted them. Samir says Scorpions aren't self-aware, Ashley. All right, Paul Robinson okay. says get out of here with that energy stuff. Play RJ with IQ. Play RJ with IQ. Hector Pacheco, we need to trade Frank. SK says D Rose IQ starting guards and Peyton and Frank backup guards. Knox needs to earn his minutes over Bullock. We should start Birch Trade Rivers. Chuck Moss appreciate it. And Big Surge says Leon playing money ball, addressing the structural weakness in the lineup. Consistent dribble drive. Peyton is inconsistent. It's not Quickly's game. Frank won't do it and DSJ can't finish. Dribble drives is a Tibbs staple. <laughs> and Chad said Jalen's got what do you say? <laughs> the chat said Greg Filmstuff said JL's got kidnapped. <laughs> Victor Thompson said JL said I'm out. About the rim, JL is hurry up. I got I got I got kidnapped by a Derrick Rose man. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um Yeah, that's it, people. Tuesday night. Return match. We want revenge, like Jay Boogie said. Ashley Nicole live on location. Check it out on Instagram, Ashley Nicole Malls. Check out the Knicks Fan TV IG as well. And uh, yeah, man. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.